Hi, everyone. We have a special treat for you tonight. It is our first ever women's basketball reaching the summit podcast. And we're going to break down the ter- women's tournament that starts on Saturday and give predictions on what will happen in that tournament and go through some of the matchups and some different things like that. So in order to do that, we brought in our resident expert on the women's game in the summit league. And, uh, Joining joining me today is 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 Jordan Decker, and uh, Jordan, if you just want to introduce yourself and kind of how we got here, we'll go from there. Awesome, thanks, Todd. And uh, expert is mighty kind of you. <laughs> Quite the compliment. Um, I do not consider myself an expert, but I am glad um, to represent uh, Reaching the Summit podcast, uh, covering women's basketball. Um, it's been a joy to cover these student athletes this year. Um, closer than I ever have before. Um, so hopefully the content that we've been pushing out and we'll continue to push out, uh, people can appreciate and keep giving us a follow and, and engaging with our stuff on Twitter. But yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at JD6OPE5. Um, and I will be our rep at the Summit League Tournament. I'll be covering the women's, uh, women's game Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday tweeting out updates, um, game notes on the website. So really looking forward to it. And, and so as, as Jordan mentioned, he's going to be covering the women's games and I'm going to be covering the men's games at the tournament. And just the, this is a pretty organic thing. So the, the reason we're doing that and, and what is really helpful for me is I'm bringing my two boys with me to Sioux Falls. We're going to spend all day doing all that Sioux Falls. We might even make a trip down to Omaha during that time just to, uh, and, uh, so we'll do that during the day and then I'm going to watch some basketball at night. Uh, so it works out perfect that, uh, I was worried that we weren't going to have enough coverage of the women's game that deserves it as well. But, but Jordan stepped in to be able to help with that also. So he'll be giving you guys everything women's basketball related. And then I might even just hand over the Twitter account during those women's games. So we can be tweeting things out as, as they're happening as well. Um, and then I'll be covering the men's games at night. So, so Jordan, you had just put out an article on the website making your predictions um, for the different matchups this weekend. And before everybody shuts off the podcast and just goes and reads them on on the website, we don't want you doing that. It's much uh, Jordan's insight will be much better taken via voice than it would be reading. Um, but I'll break. I'll get into the matchups. Uh, let me know what you predicted. I have not written my men's basketball. Uh, tournament predictions slash preview on the website. I'm doing that tonight. And it's just a little teaser for everybody. We had a podcast yesterday on the men's side, and uh, there's a really good chance my article doesn't match what I said yesterday. Because uh, because let's be honest, none of this is, is exact science. Uh, our opinions change all the time. And it's not it doesn't hurt if I write one thing and say the other. I can always just go back to which one was better. And uh, say that that was my prediction. So not that that's the reason why, but uh, and then we'll actually get Jordan's take on what he thinks is going to happen in the men's uh, bracket as well at the end of the podcast here. So uh, starting out with the one eight matchup was which is our first matchup on Saturday. You've got <laughs> South Dakota State taking on Omaha, South Dakota State, the one seed Omaha, the eight seed tipping off at 1145 Central Time. Jordan, what what should we watch for in that game and uh, what what do you think happens? 
Yeah, so it was really interesting um, when South Dakota State went down to Baxter Arena down in Omaha. Um, they won both games, uh, obviously 62 to 50 and then 64 to 54. They actually shot the three-point shot pretty poorly. Uh, game one, they went 14% from beyond the arc, and game two, they went 32%. Um, and something that I thought, and I, I, I watched parts of the game, um, Omaha had a strong first half in both games. Uh, they led at halftime in the first game, and then I think they were tied going into the second half in the second game. But, you know, <laughs> there's a region – or, excuse me, there's a reason A.J. is the coach of the year, right? Uh, their third quarters were outstanding, and that's what the difference was. Um, they came out firing and, and built the lead, and then they kept the lead for the rest of the game. So, you know, I have some players to watch um, in this one from SDSU, Peyton Burkhardt. Uh, Tylee Irwin and Madison Vlastuin. Um And <laughs> I told Todd this. I apologize if I get some last names wrong. Um, glad to take the heat, but I will try my best. Um, and we will learn and I will grow and get them right in the future. So those are my three to watch. Peyton had uh, pretty good games down in Omaha. She went 12 points uh, each game and then had uh, about nine or 10 rebounds between the two games. So Look for her to continue to add uh, a lot of rebounds and the box score in this one. But, you know, it's a it's a 1v8 matchup, but I think it'll be a good test for SDSU. And I know that they've been doing really, really well since the unfortunate injuries um, to Maya and Tori. But um, so the way I see this is Omaha actually does a pretty good – and obviously these are predictions, okay – there's two brackets. Todd can attest. There's two brackets we want. The teams we would like to see win and the teams we think will win. So, yep. um, but I've got Omaha doing a great job on the boards. Um, and unlike earlier this season, SDSU, like they always do in the Summit League, they, they get hot from behind the arc and will their way to victory by 15 to 20 points. I know I got to put the exact points down for your bracket challenge. If you haven't signed up for our bracket challenge, get on that. Great competition. You can win some sweatshirts. So I've got SDSU by 15 to 20, Todd, in the first game of the Summit League tournament. And and uh, I know Maya isn't returning. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I, and you, you just said it, and I apparently wasn't listening very well. Uh, is it is it Tori that's injured as well? I believe so, yes. Yeah, it, and ne- neither are expected to be. I, I know Maya is out, and Tori also not expected to be available for the tournament. Um, I don't know about the whole tournament, the way I've been following, it does sound like for sure the first game, but, um, there's others that know better than me. So just, uh, leave us a comment if that's for sure. But I I think it's the whole tournament for sure. The first game. Gotcha. And, uh, so we're going to leave it at Jordan's (laughs) picks. I could throw out picks, but I'll be honest. I, I try to (laughs) spend my time consuming as much of the men's game as I can. And I have watched probably five or six women's games, just different times when I've had time around the home, but not enough to, to give you any sort of educated guesses and, and certainly will not attempt any names. Um, um, so you could be mad at Jordan for mispronouncing, but he at least has the courage to try to pronounce. I won't even, even do that. Um, I mean, no offense at all. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Um, and, and here's part of the reason why we're doing this podcast We've, we've gotten some comments about wanting to expand more into the women's game, and, and we absolutely want to. It's just a matter of availability and time to be able to do it. Um, so we have 
10 contributors that help us out on the men's side and, and uh, about five or so on the women's side, but most of most that are helping on the women's side are also helping on the men's. So uh, next year, we'd love to expand to be pretty equal coverage. If, if you're interested next year in being more uh, involved in that, especially on the women's side, you, uh, I'm a direct message away and, and we will pay you the handsome fee of, well, this year it was a t-shirt. Um, and so, um, which, which, uh, is, is our thanks for helping out, but, uh, none of us make any money, but it's sure a heck of a lot of fun to, to be able to do it. So if you're interested in helping next year, by all means do it. So I'll, I'll stop with my, um, sales pitches and we'll move on to uh the four or five matchup which is kansas city and western illinois what do you think happens there yeah so kansas city comes in as the uh second best team in the league shooting the threes uh back in january they split the series with western illinois uh first one they won kansas city won 78 64 second game went to western illinois 82 76 so a couple of close ones kansas city made 23 threes um, combined for the two games. So I, I don't see them slowing down with that. I think they, they do pretty well from the three point line. Um, you know, their juniors, Raven, Nero and Naomi Alnadas had great games. They shot really well. Uh, Paige Bradford for Western Illinois, great game rebounding, great couple of games rebounding. Um, I don't think, uh, you know, and I think, Kansas City obviously will watch tape and try to slow her down, but I do think that Paige Bradford uh, controls the boards, uh, gets to the foul line quite a bit. So, yeah, those are my players to watch for Kansas City was Naomi, uh, Raven, and then Paige Bradford. And then, excuse me, Paige Bradford uh, is for Kansas City, not Western Illinois. My fault. Don't hate on me, Kansas City Twitter. (laughs) Um, So for Western, Todd... They didn't particularly shoot threes very well back in those two games. Um, but, you know, like I said, my quote-unquote expert opinion thinks that they'll get back to their average um, and they'll be just fine from the three-point line. Evan Zars is a player to watch out for for Western. She had a double-double both games. Um, she She's a stud, um, so look for her to have a big game as well. But, you know, I have... Kansas City getting off to a hot start from the three-point line, um, but they also get into foul trouble early. Um, the two games against Western, Western did a great job of getting them into foul trouble, um, especially Kansas City starters. So I got Western winning by five to ten points. Um, a lot of those points coming towards the end of the game when they're just hitting free throws. All right. Perfect. So number five, Western Illinois moves on. So Western Illinois will move on to face South Dakota State in the, in the second round. Uh, the next first round matchup, we got number two South Dakota versus number seven Oral Roberts. And one of the games I did end up watching was Oral Roberts, I think against South Dakota State, that took South Dakota State to the wire. And as we were doing some different things this year, Oral Roberts plays like five or six freshmen that play quite yeah. a bit. It's, it's a very young team. Um, what do you think happens between those two teams? Well, and you're totally right, and, and I might elaborate on this a little later, but, you know, South Dakota and South Dakota State have been the top two teams in the league for quite a while now, yeah. um, and it's been a while since anyone's challenged them. I do think the gap is closing slightly 
Um, but it is closing the talent levels we've seen and, and how young the league is this year. Um, and Oral Roberts and North Dakota State are the two teams that really stick out to me with um, some really great young talent um, from their student athletes. But yeah, so the Yotes and, and the Golden Eagles here, you know, I think Oral Roberts will do a good job showing up to this one. USD won both games just a couple of weeks ago down in Vermilion. Uh, the first one, they're actually pretty close to score, 77-54 and then 76-54. Um, both of these teams are top five in the league in block shots and steals. So they're both pretty good on getting after it on the defensive end. But this is my one blowout of the first round, maybe even the whole women's tournament. Sure. I just think USD's core group – with Hannah, Liv, Chloe, and, and the up-and-comer Maddie Kroll. I, I think they control everything um, from the get-go. And I've got USD winning by 20 to 25. Do keep an eye out, though, Oral Roberts, um, Ariel Walker, Kenny Joe Lippi, and then the freshman of the year, Tierney Coleman. Um, I think Tierney has a fantastic game. Um, and people on the women's side who follow us, um, keep her name for next year, for sure. Nice. All right. Well, on to the three, six matchup, which is North Dakota state and Denver. What do you think happens in that matchup? This. So <laughs> following the, my one blowout win <laughs> prediction in the first round, this is the one I think that we get the awesome midco announcers going crazy because it's such a great basketball game at the end of the regulation. This is my OT game of the nice. first round. So they split their regular season series back in January. Denver won the first one, 62-60, and then North Dakota State came back with a great game, 74-56. to uh, 56. Uh, Like I mentioned earlier, North Dakota State's got some young, great talent. Watch for sophomore Ryan Cobbins, redshirt sophomore, and the newcomer of the year, Heaven Hamling, and then senior Emily Dietz. Denver, Megan Boyd, junior Anna Jackson, and sophomore Uju Izidu, who averages, she averages 15.2 points per game and 6.4 rebounds per game, but her she's coming into the tournament red hot. Hmm. I think her minutes are, are doing great. She's shooting the ball well. Um, so, yeah, this is <laughs> this is my favorite First round matchup, North Dakota State versus Denver. Um, I think both teams shoot it really well from deep. Um, but I think it comes down to free throws and in overtime. And I've got NDSU advancing, winning by one to five. Nice. So if if you were to – now, four or five, I suppose, could be considered an uh, upset, but I don't really – you know, typically, typically those two teams are really close. If there were a team in the first round to pull off the upset, do you think it's Denver? I think it's Denver, yep. Okay. And that's and I think it's just because NDSU, from time to time, from the three-point line, just doesn't quite have it, even though they've come away with some wins when they're not shooting it particularly well. But, you know, without a crowd – and a yeah. neutral floor it's it's tough right like we again these are just predictions we hope i mean if we had it our way all teams would win and it'd be all great but right. i would say denver would be the uh the quote-unquote upset in the first round 
Well, and it is interesting because we would think South Dakota State, South Dakota, even North Dakota State, without a crowd, you know, losing some of their typical advantage in the tournament. But I was also there two years ago on the men's side when Western Illinois beat South Dakota State. And and I can safely say it was a pro uh, South Dakota State crowd. And uh, so, so yeah, it. It'll be. It'll just be interesting to see what it's like with nobody in the in the in the crowd. Does that make a difference? Does it not? You know, all yep. of those types of things. So let's move on to the second round. We've got South Dakota State taking on number five Western Illinois. What do you think happens there? So I don't know how Jackrabbit Nation on Twitter is going to react to this one, <laughs> but I think this is a trap game for mm. SDSU. I, I really do. Um, you know, SDSU earlier did win both matchups. Um, to I think it was their first matchup in Summit League play earlier this year. Sure. They won the first one 71-61, and then the second one by 21. By, excuse me, by 21 points. But in those games, Maya and Tori in the first one combined for 27 points, and then they combined for 39. And the second game, there was a little bit more balance from the rest of the team, but... The first one, there really wasn't. It was pretty heavy um, on those two. Tylee had a good game. And and I know they're playing well now, but just looking at the stats and the, the trends right now, I, I view it as a trap game. I do have SDSU moving on. But I think this could be one where, <laughs> you know, Jackrabbit fans are getting a little nervous maybe through two and a half, three quarters. Um, but again, in, in games like this, well, especially with the crowds that they usually have at the tournament, um, that they, they pull away in the fourth. And so uh, I've got Peyton and Tylee again, players to watch, uh, Grace Gilmore and Elizabeth Lutz for Western Illinois again. So I think it's low scoring, Todd, in the first half. I do. Um, I think both defenses come to play, a lot of turnovers forced. Um, but SDSU finds their rhythm, uh, nailing some big shots, going on big runs, forcing J.D. Gravina to call some timeouts. And uh, I think... I got state winning by 10 to 15 to advance to the championship. All right. Great. And by the way, if you don't follow JD Gravina on Twitter, he's, he's a wonderful follow, follow, make sure you do that. Um, so moving on to the second semifinal matchup, the two versus three USD, the two seed and NDSU, the three seed. What do you think happens there? Yeah. So these were last week and these were two really good games. Um, I really thought that, this was Heaven Hamling's kind of solidifying her newcomer of the year. Um, and honestly, I thought it was a great final push for her to be first team all summit league. Um, mm. And so did a couple other of our, our voters, but the league voted differently. Check out our votes. We got an article posted on the website as well. Um, side note, we, we did pretty well for first year from the fans vote. Uh, we got most, uh, most student athletes were correct. They were just on different, all summit league teams. So shout out to our voters and our fans. Yeah. Um, so she scored heaven scored 30 points in the first game and then 19 in the second. Um, but the biggest thing that, that happened in those games, USD outscored NDSU pretty good 32, 14 in the paint in the second game. And then 34, 26 in the first, I think Hannah has a great game. Hannah Shervin from USD has a great game. I think Maddie Kroll has a great game again for the second consecutive game. Um, those are my two players to watch. North Dakota State, obviously, with Heaven Hamling um, and Emily Dietz. Um, 
ultimately, I think it's a three-point barrage. I think there's a lot of threes jacked up in this game between the two teams. Um, but USD gets to the line by uh, utilizing Hannah, Shervin, and uh, driving to the paint. So I've got USD by 10 to 15, uh, once again, advancing the championship to play South Dakota State. So that gives us an all-Dakota school championship game with USD taking on SDSU. What do you think happens in that championship game? Yeah, and listen here, you know, I know a lot of people are like, oh, of course it's South Dakota and South Dakota State. Like, <laughs> of course they would pick that. It's like, you know, the, I, again, the, the talent level between the two teams or between the teams in the Summer League, I think that gap is shrinking. There's a lot of great, talent on the women's side in summit league and i do think the gap is shrinking but until someone can not only beat these two teams um, whether it's at home or on the road but show that yeah that's that's a better that's a better lineup where they play better against them against that lineup that don and aj have right. it's going to be these two teams I, i'm sorry so my notes for this one todd you'll like this i said throw everything out the window for this third matchup um, again with the uh, and basically what I mean by that is I didn't look at the analytics of the first two matchups because it's right. going to be quite different right unfortunately a whole different SDSU team oh it's a whole different SDSU team and and again they're playing extremely well USD has played really well since um, the back-to-back -back losses up at Frost Arena um, but I think it again comes down to the core group that USD has. I think Hannah Shervin, Liv Corn Gable, Chloe Lamb, um, and, and Maddie Kroll, I think they have good games. I think they do their jobs. Um, you know, I've got it written that Hannah, I think, goes off for a double double again. But, you know, I, it's tough. And these are both good teams. I think no matter what, they both make it to the NCAA tournament if they both make it to the summer league championship game. Right. But yeah, that's what I, I was going to ask. Are they at large as anyways? Yeah, I think so. And I was listening to uh, Matt Zimmer and Brian from the Argus, and they were talking about what if an upset does happen and you get a North Dakota state that wins the summit league, does the summit league become, or, you know, another team that wins. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, that's does it become a three team reason. league? Yeah. And, you know, I, I mean, it's no secret when you go to my Twitter, I'm I, a graduate of USD, I would love for them to be in it, but I just don't know if they've got quality wins to be an at-large if uh, a third part or a third different right. team wins the summer league tournament. And it's such a weird year with just <clears throat> games you got to play in non-conference. It wasn't the same non-conference, so that may does make it more challenging. Uh, yeah. For so, so sorry. Anyways, um, so I have STSU having a great start. Um, I think they. They may even pull close to a double-digit lead, um, but USD has a, a strong second half. I think they get things going. They figure things out, um, and the core group you know, pulls away, and I think the third quarter is, is dominated by USD, and that's the difference. So I have USD winning by 5 to 10, and for our contest, I'd put it at 5. Okay, gotcha. So, so close, really right? close game again, um, even with SDSU losing two of their – best players. So um, I'm not counting them out. I don't think it's a blowout. Um, it's, it's too good a team. Aaron is too good of a coach for that to happen. So. Gotcha. All right. So we got USD winning the women's side. 
and we'll go quick through the men's side because I actually think you might have differed from Zach and I <laughs> yesterday on our podcast. So we'll go through that quickly. South Dakota State, the one seed on the men's side, taking on number eight, Omaha. Who do you have in that game? Yeah, th- this one was pretty easy. I think the SDSU advances. Um, yeah. They're playing great right now. Shireman um, and the headband doing great. So they advance easily. Yeah, this isn't Western Illinois with Ben Pyle, um, no. Kobe Webster, you know, it, and and Zion Young, those that that team that frankly I think was coaching away from being a better team, um, which is again a se- former seventh grade girls basketball coach pretending like uh, he can say something about somebody <laughs> else's coaching ability, but um, it, 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 Omaha has six scholarship playings right scholarship players right now, so it's it's yeah. a it's patched together. What about the four or five Oral Roberts in North Dakota? Yeah, this this one's a good game. Um, this one's a very good game. Uh, and I know you guys, uh, well, I won't say who they won. You guys got to listen to the podcast to see who <laughs> wins this game, who the, who the guys think. But I have Oral Roberts. I think they are in the there's no crowd, I don't give a crap attitude. Like, here we come. Um, yeah. And I think Max and company, I think they, they win this one advance to play in a very intriguing matchup against the Jackrabbits. Yeah. Yeah. I heard an interview with Max Asmus and I'll tell you what, he talked like a man on a mission. I, yeah. He was hard not to believe uh, that that's what he plans on doing is doing something special. Uh, what about South Dakota taking the two seed taking on seventh seeded Western Illinois as a coyote? Fan, this matchup scares me. Um, I th- and honestly, and this might be an unpopular opinion, even with AJ, I think this matchup scares me. Western, and you guys know better than me, but I think they were on a winning streak, like five of six or something. Yeah, or they I won five of- in a row until they lost, got swept by Oral Roberts at the end of the year. Okay, so they, they got swept by Oral yeah. Okay, um, and I believe the roster is pretty new this year, too. He helped the entire thing except for uh, um, Jones. I can't blank it on the first name, but Jones was the only returning player, and he played one year before. <laughs> so he was the <laughs> the Summit League uh, old-timer on that team. He had played one year in the Summit League. No one else had. So, Yeah, and I, I, I think it's a recurring theme here with the out of, out of the four Dakota schools. Um, you know, with no crowd, it's – and not that it wasn't in past years, but it's like, hey, we got just as much of an advantage as they do with right. uh, with no fans there. So I like USD to advance. I think Stanley, he's not going to want to go out like that. Um, and I think the team rallies around him. So I do have USD advancing in that one. Close. Yeah, and I'll, I'll just mention one player I did not mention yesterday <clears throat> on the podcast, and he deserves mentioning. Colton Sandage has been red hot, giving them kind of a second scoring threat. So something to think of on the Western Illinois side. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. And then, so, so number two advances, number three versus number six, North Dakota state versus Kansas city. I jokingly said on the podcast yesterday, do they get to 50 hundred total points and who <laughs> wins out of those two teams? So Todd, this uh, man, bison Twitter, not going to like me again. <laughs> um, I, I do have Kansas city winning. I think this is just one of those that, I don't know. I, I sorry guys, I don't have much of an analysis on this one. I just think that you have a six seed that wins it. I didn't I didn't want to go, 
you know, top four seeds advancing. And this was the one that I thought, why not? Kansas City. I will like never. Corso out- said by close, by a touchdown. Right. I, I will never out them, but I do get all the picks sent to my direct message for the, for the contest. And there are some people with some green and, and gold in their, uh, in their Twitter that have picked Kansas city to win this game. So um, it, it is not, it is not just South Dakota fans that are thinking this is possible. Nothing uh, but respect for the bison. It's just, it's March madness, right? Right. Exactly. So uh, semifinals, we got South Dakota state taking on oral Roberts. What do you think happens there? Yeah. And for you guys that uh, have listened to the men's version of the tournament uh, prediction podcast, um, Again, if not, go listen to it, what their prediction is. But I'm going opposite of of Todd and company. I actually have uh, – boy, I'm going to really tick off the uh, state fans from North Dakota and <laughs> yeah. South Dakota. I yeah. I just – I like Oral Roberts. And, I mean, I like Oral Roberts in this game. I think the guards, you know, with Noah, um, I think state would win this one. But without Noah, I, I think the guard play of Oral Roberts just – overpowers and and they they find a way yeah yeah find a way we did say yesterday if if this were to happen uh which we didn't predict but uh if this were to happen who in the world can guard max acemas on that team it's a much more challenging matchup for him in the first round than it would be in the second round and honestly Uh, todd i will say this too i think if it's at the denny and there was a crowd i would side with sdsu i think that the crowd would have an impact, but without a sure. crowd and pretty neutral, I, I just, I, there's, there'll be runs in the game. I mean, basketball is a game of runs, um, but without that crowd and that intimidation factor, which hasn't seemed to bother teams the past couple of years, but I still on a neutral floor without Noah, I, I agree. I don't know who stops max. Right. All right. So we got Oral Roberts <laughs> moving on to the championship game. In the in the semis, we got South Dakota taking on Kansas City. What do you think happens? I'm allowed one homer pick, and this is it. I don't see a six seed advancing to the championship. I and I like USD matching up against Kansas City, um, e- even without AJ in this one. I, I like the matchup. So, you know, who knows? I, I but I do like USD's path. If North Dakota State beats Kansas City, that one's that's a completely different story. But Right. Um, I like USD over Kansas City. Okay. Um, so just to note, all the other Dakota school fans, um, the USD alum only picked USD to make it to the final. Um, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so just to add to a little bit of the fodder. Uh, well, let's see what happens in the championship game if we have more ammunition. Oh we, yeah. Um, Oral Roberts taking on USD in the championship. What do you think happens? All right, I'll come back down to earth. Um, again, the bracket that you want versus the bracket that you think. I would love for USD to cut the nets down for the first time. I just, if Oral Roberts can make it through North Dakota and South Dakota State, I think it's just destiny and, and just a group of young men that are on a mission. So I've got Oral Roberts winning the Summit League on the men's side. Nice. All right. So Oral Roberts, the championship on on the men's side, and you redeemed yourself by South Dakota on the women's side, um, <laughs> other than other than all the other Dakota school fans. Um, I'm sure but, my hundred followers on Twitter will be very <laughs> upset. <laughs> and you know what? All of them have an opportunity to fill out a bracket, send it to me with the margin of victory, and uh, 
they can be right and win a sweatshirt, which whatever it's, it's a sweatshirt. I though there will be few of them out there, which means they will be able to wear it proudly as the only person that won the bracket challenge. Cause it will say something about bracket challenge. So, um, but, uh, all right, well, we've got our picks in and, uh, we will probably be pa- passing each other in the hallways as, as uh, women's games are ending and men's games are, are, uh, are starting. So Jordan, I'm excited to, to say hi and uh, watch some basketball this, this weekend. Yeah, Todd, uh, thanks again for the opportunity. And uh, uh, just one last note, you know, just want to congratulate all the, the, the teams, the players, coaches, staffs, on, and the summit league as a whole, making it through the season. Um, it's truly unbelievable uh, yeah. that they were able to make it through. Um, shout out to the Summer League and the Pentagon. Uh, Pentagon's a fantastic facility, so I'm really looking forward to watching some good basketball once again. Yeah, absolutely. And and Jordan, the amount of times you said student athletes, the uh, compliance folks will be just tickled pink after listening to this podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I I learned to uh, that that's the correct way to say it. Student athletes. Yes, yes. I'll, I'll get there eventually. Um, but, uh, all right. Well, thank you for joining me and I'm excited to get our first ever women's preview out on, on, uh, in probably about an hour here, people will be able to, uh, to listen and enjoy it. So thanks for joining Jordan. Thanks Todd. Everyone fill out a bracket. <laughs>